0: lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 50 of Confidence from Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And our special guest today is Katrina. And she comes to talk to you about Taking a career break, and I love this concept so much because we often think about switching careers or if we're not fulfilled, maybe you know quitting a job and finding a job somewhere else. But she brings a different and unique perspective here, which is this the aspect of actually taking a break that's very intentional and very strategically planned. So in this interview, I asked Katrina my top three questions which are one how someone would even give themselves permission to contemplate right especially if you're deep into your career and you achieved great success and you have tenure but if you don't feel fulfilled, sometimes it even hard to contemplate what would I rather do instead or what this fulfillment looks like. And she really sort of addresses that, which I think is really important. We also talk about the role of finances, right? Because if you're thinking about taking a break and not going to work tomorrow, there is a financial consequence to that. So she talks about how to plan for it from that money perspective. And at the end, uh, of course, especially, you know, as you're deeper into your career, stakes are high. So we talk about what does it actually look like to take a career break in midlife, which I think is really interesting. So let me properly introduce you to Katrina before we jump right in. Katrina McGee is a career break and sabbatical coach who helps nine to fivers design mind-blowing breaks to create happier, more fulfilling lives. After saving $40,000 in 18 months, Katrina sold all of her possessions and left her corporate job for a 20-month break to travel around the world. Upon returning to work, she landed five job offers in five weeks paid off $42,000 of debt in full, and then embarked on career break number two. Katrina helps her clients create fail-proof plans to leave their jobs and take successful breaks. They return recharged, inspired, happily employed, and forever changed. The accomplishments of her 35-plus clients on their time off include writing novels, traveling the world, changing careers, and more here is Katrina. Hello, Katrina, and welcome. I am so looking forward to a conversation today.
1: Thank you for having me. I am super excited to be here. I know this is going to be a pretty amazing conversation, so I'm ready.
0: Wonderful. And to get us started and warmed up, share with us, how do you define confidence?
1: Okay, so this is such a good question. I feel like it has changed in my lifetime, but I have a coach friend that shared with me her sort of like understanding of confidence. And it was so inspiring. I have like taken it on as my own, but she defines confidence as the willingness to try and that it's more Mm -hmm. about taking actions, right? Confidence is built from being willing to do difficult things over and over again. And I really like believing that confidence is accessible to us all and that it's more about the action than it is a personality trait that only some of us were born with. And so thinking about that, you know, when it's time to do something courageous, it's like, this is my moment to build confidence, right? The willingness to try not to be perfect, not to do it so well that now you're confident you can do it but the willingness to try.
0: I love it. And I love the definition also in the sense that it makes it very possible for anyone to achieve it, right? Because a lot of times we put this imaginary standard or what confidence looks like in our heads. And it's like, oh, if I'm not that, I don't have it. But it's such a progression, right? And I think it's really relative to all those circumstances like you described. So it's an excellent description <laughs> of it. And when I first met you and heard about you, I know you – have I would say a very unique skill set as a career break and sabbatical coach and I thought oh this is so interesting and we connected and now and I think that what he brings to the table is so important and especially our audience is mostly women over 40 and I understand that sometimes when you are in a career for a long time and you're not fulfilled and not satisfied sometimes you just have that moment of inspiration that you just want to change something about it. Right. And what I love about what to do is the concept of taking a break because a lot of times I think of career change, right? But it's more about taking a break. And I really want to go deep today and let you explain what it looks like and so on. But before we jump right into it, um, the first question I have for you is how do you help someone give herself permission to even contemplate that they are ready for a change or break in their careers
1: yeah so this is so good so the most magical thing is that all of us kind of know when we're ready for a break deep inside right like there's this yeah. feeling, it's like it's like this hard no it's like your body like everything inside of you is screaming no but your brain is working overtime give you all the reasons that you need to stay, all the reasons that you're crazy, all the reasons to shut it down and just keep going and keep pushing through. And so I think so much about the permission is really hitting pause on the brain to get clear on what your soul and your body is trying to tell you, right? And so for me, it's reframing it to not be what are you, what do you currently have that you are risking or would lose? And it's more about What are you risking if you don't listen, if you don't go? And it's always so much more than we think, right? Like, I mean, we can talk about all of these things later, but, you know, just paying off debt, becoming debt free. I did that because of my break being featured in Forbes and sharing a story about how I quit my job to travel around the world because I took a break. And I mean, there are so many other things, including my career now, right, that go beyond that. But all of these things would be things I would have risked if I didn't give myself that permission. And so I try to help people kind of take down the walls that their brain is building up to be like, this is where I have to stay. It doesn't matter that I'm tired. Just push through. Take a vacation. It'll be fine. And just really own what's true for them. Right.
0: Absolutely. And like you mentioned, the the debt and the financial side, and I would say for the majority and even my personal story, my career break happened early in my career before I decided to go into entrepreneurship. And it was very much like, I was in a stress leap, and it was very, I would say, dramatic <laughs> in the way that my body spoken to me. It's almost, it had to yell at me, I guess. Um, but a lot of times, and that was my reality as well back then, the finances were, I would say, the major, you know, mental block, right? Of what I was afraid of. And I hear that from women all the time that, well, if I'm the main provider of the family, I just can't do that. And you mentioned you had debt as well. So how does... the the finances play up in that decision process from your experience?
1: Yeah, so this is, I think, a thing that most of us experience and go through, right? This year around money, among things like health insurance, but really like truly like money is one of the biggest. And it's really to me about reframing how much you actually need to like live a, a good life, right? Like a fulfilling life and understanding where your money is currently going because so many of us are on autopilot And we're also spending money on things to like self-soothe, right? Or to buffer the fact that we don't like our job, the fact that we're in a relationship that we don't want to be in, the fact that like, you know, we don't have boundaries and we feel like we're overextending ourselves for everyone else, maybe even our family. It's like, there are all these habits and things we buy, consume, do to try to bring balance into our life. But what happens if you're living a life that feels freaking fantastic, right? You don't need all of those things. And so I think one of the things is getting really clear on what do you need versus what do you want? And I think the less you need, the more freedom you have, the more choice you get to make about what you bring in, right? And then I think there's also going back to that fear and permission piece, um, we get stuck on that hamster wheel of like, I'm supposed to have $2 million in assets before I retire. And if Mm -hmm. I retire with less than $2 like million, I'm just going to die hungry on the street and homeless and no one's going to take care of me. So like I have to keep working. Right. And it's like, yes. oh crap. Like, if that's your life, what does that actually look like? Like, take a step back and say, I hustle and grind for like 20 more years. And then I get to retire and spend the next 20 years, you know, like trying to recover from missing those 20 years of my life when I was like, yeah. had all the ability. And so I think money is something you're never going to have enough if you have a belief. That is centered in scarcity, right? It doesn't matter how much money I give you; yeah. there will always be a scenario that your brain will create that will tell you, "Yeah, but what if you get the kind of cancer that only one doctor can cure, and you need the medicine that costs five hundred thousand dollars a shot to fix you?" Right? Like you need money for that. It's just like it always escalates, you know. So right. I think really about getting in touch with looking at your budget, looking at your spending, like really getting honest about what do I need to be happy and like chasing your dream will help you be happy. Like there's a lot less that you can get by on and be really fulfilled and joyful even, right? If you're, if you're moving in that direction or you're in alignment with what you really want.
0: Yeah, that's great. And like, even part of like looking at my finances was something that I didn't, maybe not knowing that's what the steps that was taking, but it was part of it uh, maybe accidentally. And we, between my husband and I and you know at that time and even currently we don't have children so it's just the two of us so maybe a little simpler but we cut down our expenses by six to two percent which is a lot <laughs> right if you think about it uh to be able to do it and when that kind of like all happened and so on we were able to continue to live within the same means because at that point we are not necessarily sacrificing crazy things, but we just got comfortable again with the new normal. Right. And I think our even like maybe respect and appreciation for money changed as well. We were more cautious about not cautious, but conscious about where it went. Right. And I think that that was kind of like a very strange benefit. <laughs> <laughs> for having a massive reduction in income temporarily. So yeah, so just wanted to share that because that was kind of like my experience as well.
1: So incredible. And I think exactly what you said, it becomes conscious. And there's so much more joy when you are choosing things like I want to spend money on this. I'm excited to spend money on this versus subconsciously just spending it and not even really being fully aware of all the things that you're consuming and buying.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's like a big shift of actual inner deep values and priorities, right? And I think part of the permission as you're talking, it's kind of coming to my mind, it's actually making different choices. And a lot of times, like you said, the autopilot, I think it's primarily why we get stuck because we're we just know this is a life, this is a home, this is the cars, this is, the, you know, the, the things that we consider success potentially and normal. But if your physiology, which is my case, is yelling and just saying you need a change and your emotions are telling you this is not working for you, it's so important to listen and work on getting permission, right? And I know you help people make that jump and and do so. So give us, you know, for people that are new to what does a career break actually look like? Because I think of changing jobs, but in terms of the break, give us like the top level understanding of it.
1: Yeah. So like a high level. So I think in the past when people hear career break, well, a lot of people don't know it's a thing, but they've maybe heard of it as women taking You know, time off to raise a family, which is totally a valid, you know, like thing to do on a break. But I help people basically do something super intentional. And so I want to, you know, like be part of that shifting conversation where it's like career breaks are normal and career breaks are actually productive and they're immensely beneficial, not just to you as a person, but they can also be beneficial to your career. And so it's really for me about being intentional, right? So things that people could do on a career break and most of my clients take six to 12 month breaks, is like pretty much the average that I okay. see. I a 20-month break. Um, I went <laughs> I went big online. Um, but like a lot of my clients do more of like the six to twelve months. But you can do anything from decide you're gonna take a trip around the world and spend that time traveling. You know, I did that for about six to eight months. I did a road trip for three months through the US because it's a gigantic country mm-hmm. and drive a lot more flexibility. Um, some of my clients have written books. And so they've used that time to go through the whole process of like, writing a book and making the space for that. Some people, uh, I've had clients that have had to do a lot of healing. So whether it's physical, mental Mm -hmm. or emotional, it's giving themselves the space to really like honor what they need, and then to go on an exploration to create that healing for themselves. So I mean, this time is literally whatever you need or want it to be Some people will want adventure and they'll be ready for that sort of like exciting, you know, like travel and, you know, like getting certified as a yoga instructor and doing all the things. And that's awesome. But there are also people that are truly burned out and like recovering on their health, eating better, having movement, focusing on themselves, reconnecting to themselves, connecting to their family. Right. Very grounded activities like that might be. The right thing for someone else. So there's no right way to do it. But those are some of the things that I see both for myself and then my clients as far as what to do on a break.
0: Yeah, I love it. Mine was four months, just just over four months. And it was the latter what he just described the real healing. And it was a byproduct of true burnout. But like I said, my body just, you know, had a it made me take a break uh, and I advised people to wait as long as I did. It was more like a necessity at that time, but, but it was true. And, you know, I have a very type a personality, always a million things on the go. And that was a pretty surreal time, you know, to just like focus on myself in a way that I never made time for before. And that has become such inspiration for the work that I do now and how differently I budget my time and prioritize life, right? So I think there's so many incredible benefits, even just beyond the more tangible, obvious ones as people give themselves that permission and that time, right? So that's, that's wonderful. Hey there, are you a woman over 40 who wants to release excess weight but keep self-sabotaging your progress. If you are tired of all the, all you need is more willpower advice, then I created just a free training for you. Set aside 60 minutes today, and I promise you, it will be worth your time. I will go over the three main mindset shifts you need to make if you want to release weight for good, which does not rely on willpower. I will review to you why the strategies that worked in your 20s and 30s don't seem to work anymore and I will also show you which hormones play a big role in weight release once we turn 40 and beyond. This is a value-packed masterclass, and it is for you if you want to discover my step-by-step system to help you regain your energy, get rid of cravings, and get back into alignment with your body. And of course, drop some pounds too. All you have to do is go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training to watch this on-demand masterclass, Or just send me a DM on Instagram for the link at naturally.joyous. So again, it is naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training. and then I know you've touched it on this, but I'll just kind of ask again like, what about someone that's kind of toying with the idea or maybe just hearing about it for the first time, but they perceive if they do it, that their career is gonna just like implode? Like, what are some tips or perspective shifts? Like, what can you share with us?
1: Yeah, so this is so funny, because I think this is one of the biggest misconceptions, right? Is that like, basically, it's like terror, like freeze. for you. All of this, right? Yes. And the opposite. So what was true for me, I can share like just a few examples of real stories, but what was true for me is that when I took a break and I came back and when I decided what my next step was going to be, I decided to go back to corporate, try to find a better job because I wanted to pay off the last like 40 something thousand dollars of um, business school loans. And that was the fastest way I knew how to do it. So once I decided what I was doing, I got really clear. I started applying for jobs. I updated my resume and I started applying for jobs and I landed five job offers in five weeks. And it was like, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I'd actually had a recruiter that saw my resume who wanted to like, kind of offer me, like hook me up with jobs, but was also like, listen, you're going to have to take a pay cut and a demotion and people aren't going to understand what you're doing is like a little too edgy. And like, they're going to think, you know, I'm like, forget it. I don't need you to find me anything because you clearly don't believe, right. And the same sort of like possibility, I didn't work with her, but I went on, right. to land five job offers in five weeks. And what I discovered in that process and what I have helped other clients do since when you go on a break you come back healed, recharged, motivated, inspired, excited, right? Like you are you version 4.0. You are the exact same person with the exact same network, the exact same years of work experience, the exact same education, but now you are fully present and you are so much more awake to what you are capable of and you are a person who has lived dreams. Like crossed big things off bucket list or healed like deep, like wounded parts of yourself <laughs> or, or mental, right? Like you are a much stronger, better version of yourself. Yeah. And so how does that version of you not create more success, right? It just doesn't happen. And I can tell you every single client I've had has come back to a work situation that they would say they are definitely happier. Every single client, right? Now for some clients, it means a complete career change. For some clients, they go on to do entrepreneurial things, and for some clients, they go back into corporate, maybe changing companies or changing roles um, and things like that. You know, but one client who did a very healing sort of internal journey, you would think like, oh, but that's not sexy. Like no one wants to hear about that. It's not as exciting as traveling around the world, and that was sort of something she thought that held her back. So yeah. We worked to frame it right and be like this is why you're doing it. This is why it's valuable. And and this is you coming back stronger, better, more motivated because she lost her spark. And she was like, like you, type A, high achiever, go, go, go. But she was like bringing her B minus self to work because she just was so apathetic and burned out. She just didn't care. Her parents had passed away within a few years of each other. Mm -hmm. She was in her like, I think mid twenties at the time. And she just worked through that. And so like the backlash of that came and she just needed to go have some time to heal. She ended up getting recruited by an old manager who loved her like seven or eight months, I think, into her break, who begged her to just start doing contract work piece by piece, like project by project. And so she was like, you know, I feel ready for that. Not not work, but ready for yeah. that. She started doing the contract work. She it was like a different different job. She like knocked it out of the park, of course, because she's amazing. And then her boss was like, I need to hire you full time. And so when she was ready, she went full time she did not even go looking for a job. It found her. Right. And I have other stories like that where jobs find people, but then there are stories like mine where it's just like, when you own your break and you go out into the world and you tell people what you're doing and why it's fantastic and what you've learned from it, they get so excited. Right. Like everybody interviewing for that job has pretty much the same story. And we're like, Oh no, but I went to this college and had, you know, like I was in this club and I did this activity or I volunteered at this place, but it's like generally the same story. And when you walk in there with your experience, right. To validate you and your education and all of that stuff. And then you're like, oh yeah. And then I was like eating my way through Provence. And then I like got certified as a (laughs) yoga instructor in Bali. And then, you know, I did this road trip through the U S for people will remember that. And they will have so many questions and they will think, this girl's a little zany, but also really brave and kind of awesome. And I want her on my team. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened, right?
0: Love it. That is so inspiring. And I love like hearing stories when you make space from what you want, it actually gets filled with what you want, <laughs> like it's yes. kind of yes. not so much chasing but really allowing, right? And and you're taking that to the career sense and I think it's such an innovative way to look at it. It's I have so many questions in my head like I need to contain myself. <laughs> <laughs> this is really <laughs> fascinating to me. So from a practical standpoint, at what part of the journey do you come in? So is it when people are still contemplating or as they're starting, like, give me kind of like an idea. What would the actual steps look like for somebody that feels this is right for them?
1: Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. So the secret is I actually can come in at any point. So I have clients that I've helped Prepare for a break, whether that's saving money, doing the mindset, working through the fear stuff, making an actual plan for what success would look like for them. I've been hired by people who were on a break who didn't know about me and they find out about me or they find my website and they feel stuck. Like this break is not exactly what I thought it would be. I've had a couple of people do this during the pandemic, right? Where they weren't expecting it and then they're on a break and they're like, how do I pivot this experience? And then I've had people hire me at the end of a break where they're like, I took this break. But now I'm struggling with what to do next, um, how to present myself to companies or look for a job. And I just don't know how to really own this experience. So there's really like no right or wrong time, right? Like I help people through that whole process. But I would say um, the majority of my clients, a little bit more than half, come to me when they want to take a break, but they need help making it happen. And I think fundamentally, one of the most valuable things that I can do for someone is help them create the structure for their career break plan. And I think, you know, like three fundamentals that I talk about in your plan are your purpose themes, which are really your needs and the reentry period. And so I think, you know, just these three things alone, thinking about why am I really taking this break? Not what do I want to get out of it, whatever, but like even answering the question of like, why is this so important? Because life will get hard and it will challenge you. And if you don't want to walk away from the idea of taking a break or the plan to save money. Like you need to be grounded in why it's so important. And then with your themes, which are really your needs, so many people go on a break and they don't actually know what their top like three to four needs are. How can you ever have a successful break if you don't even know what success is, right? So it's really getting clear in a super, super simple way. What does a successful break even mean to me, right? Because for you, it will be different than it would be for someone else. And then like we just talked about landing five job offers in five weeks. That was so much about having a re-entry period, like a dedicated period of time to come back and really get clear on what your next right step is, so that you can bring that better, stronger, you know, bolder version of yourself with confidence into whatever that next step is. And so I think you know that's really powerful stuff. And so. The the sort of the most meaningful thing I do, right, is helping people um, really prepare for a break. And I think a lot of the people that hire me during a break, you know, they didn't know about me. They didn't do a very intentional plan. They just kind of either felt really desperate and had to leave. Maybe they lost their job. Maybe they just, you know, decided they wanted to travel around the world and save the money to do it, but they didn't maybe have the same level of intention. And so we kind of reverse course, right. Go back, get clear on what they need to get out of it, reframe it, help them pivot, help them overcome whatever challenges, you know, they're having in the beginning or um, in the middle of that experience and kind of work forward from there. So yeah, all, all phases, but I think most powerful stuff happens in, in the beginning.
0: That is, that's wonderful. And that kind of paints a very clear picture and the intentionality of it, I feel is, I know it's the very important part of it, but it's so special as well because I I think it just brings a different, like even it grounds you. And I feel this is very much aligned with how I look at weight loss in general, that it's all about releasing what you no longer want, but to do so we need to know what you do you want right <laughs> and mm-hmm. like one of the first steps that what we do on the physical aspect of it and the way i see it relates is that a lot of times i hear from women they don't want to necessarily they don't feel comfortable to put themselves out there even for, for promotion or a, a big job change because of their physicality right so i work with them on that aspect of it um but what I find it interesting is that so many have not really dug deep to know what do they want? What is success? Like, you know, and those are such fundamental questions because it's like going somewhere without a map. You don't know if you got there.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> and How would you ever get right? That's like being in like Boston and saying, I want to end up in Los Angeles. I'm just going to wing it. It's like, I don't know if you're gonna, where you think you're going to end up, you know, like a hundred percent. That's so well said. I like the way you put that.
0: And I think it's great also like the level of support you offer them is also very special in the sense of overcoming those limiting beliefs. Because I think career like, you know, our weight and our physical appearance are such fundamental aspects of us, right? That we have a full belief system built in already, right? Right tons of limiting beliefs that we probably don't even notice are limiting beliefs until somebody else like you from the outside can look at and tell that this is what's going on. Uh, and I even th- think of it from people in my life and like colleagues and family members and someone that gone through or in the process of, and yeah, it's like it, sometimes when you're really deep into it and the money fears and all those things, it's hard to even see really a way out. Right. And I think the concept of the break Maybe new for some people, but definitely something worth exploring and having that intentional plan behind it. I'm a, like strategy is my love language, I like to say. So it's just saying it's like, yes, it makes so much sense to my brain. So I love that. So the final question I have for you relates to very much like her audience and say that, you know, in your twenties and thirties, you know, potentially people may be a little bit more open to the risk and the adventure side of things, right? How does this career break look like for somebody in their forties, fifties or later in their life?
1: Yeah. So that's such a great question. So, you know, I took my break in my mid thirties, my first career break in my mid thirties. And I took my second one at the end of, of my 30s into my early 40s. So I'm 41 now turning 42. Yes. But, um, you know, between myself, but also I've had clients who have been on, you know, like the higher end of that scale. And one of my clients was in her 50s when she took a break. And it was the most fantastic story because she had worked, I think she said like 37 years without wow. a break. Can You really imagine, right? But so many of us are on that path already. We're headed yeah. to 37 years without a break. And for her, it was like, if I don't do this now, when the hell am I really going to do this? And some could argue, push through for another 15 years and then you get to retire. But she had a husband that I think was like 11 to 15 years older than her. And so she worried if she waited, right, that she wouldn't be able to experience some of that time with him. And she really just wanted to live her life and enjoy it. And she'd been wanting a break for a long, long time. Like we're talking years and years. And so I think for her, it was just like, I keep pushing this off. She raised her kids, right? It's like, when is it my time? And so we started working together and it was super fantastic for her because I think people, women in their 40s and 50s are confident. They've done it. They've nailed. It's like you've lived the dream of your 22-year-old, 25-year-old self, right? You've achieved yeah. all of the things that you wanted to achieve. And now you're just kind of doubling down on old goals from your 20s that mm-hmm. don't fit where you are today and what yeah. you, do. you think like we're at this perfect point in life to really pause and reflect and choose a different path. But you bring with you all of those years of experience, all of those years of education, all of that networking that you've done and those relationships you've built, like you have a stronger foundation and a bigger platform and you're standing on a much higher mountain, right? To move yeah. forward it feels again like going back to the original question, right? Like it feels again like, oh, but I'm on this big mountain. I have so much to lose, so much to lose because my mountain is so big. And it's like, let it be an asset and freaking be courageous, right? And go forward, go find your next mountain because maybe this mountain you're on kind of sucks. Maybe it snows every day and it rains and it's 10 degrees and you don't really want to be here, but you're just obsessed with being on like, the highest mountain but is it making you happy is it fulfilling you right and i just yeah. think you've acquired all of this knowledge all of these tools from climbing this mountain and standing on this mountain and you've seen some amazing things but don't let that hold you back from continuing on right and so i just think like again you have so much that you don't even realize like wrapped up in your toolkit it's a really amazing time to reflect and decide who am i today What matters to me today? What do I want? Because again, so many of us are just chasing 20 year old, like 20 year old self goals, right?
0: That we
1: haven't stopped to say, but is this what I still want?
0: Oh, so good. And something you mentioned quickly that I just wanted to sort of bring back again is that whole concept of taking, when you think of the mountain as this super tall mountain, yes, like if you were to fall on one end, there's a lot to lose. But is that concept that that's also a message, right? Like you have such a perspective and all this experience. And I think it goes back to our very beginning of the whole giving self permission and very likely reframing some of those, you know, beliefs. And um, one of my mentors, she used to say, the fear uh, for her is false expectations appearing real. And sometimes having somebody reshift those expectations, is literally all you need. And then, you know, you go for it. I joke with my transition when I took my break that I thought I was just like jumping out of this like tall, it was a mountain, like, I what did I call it? Almost like the, the edge, right? Like I just jumped and I just, the abyss, that's what I call it. <laughs> jumped out of the abyss and thought that, you know, all these things would happen and The next day I woke up and life was just the same. (laughs) And I'm like, I was expecting a much more dramatic, you know, like, but it was just like one foot in front of the other. You know, I did my healing and things started to sort of fall into place. And the next step was shown and the next one and the next one. So um, I know this is a scary potential scary time but they don't have to do this alone right which is and likely not recommended because like you said having a strategy and having that intention can probably save them not just a lot of time but also make the experience a lot more enjoyable and more positive so for those uh, people interested or curious tell us how to find you and you know what are the steps if they want to learn more about you
1: yeah. And just to, to, I think that's such an important point. So thank you for um, pointing that out. Like mm-hmm. I had a life coach when I realized I wanted to take a break and it was because she was not a career break coach, right? Just a life coach, but it was through working on my inner stuff that I was able to a give myself the permission that I try to help people now give, right. Yeah. And it was because of her that I was able to set intentions for my life that translated into intentions for my break. So it's not like I'm a magical unicorn that just did this, you know, Mm -hmm. Although I had a fantastic experience because I was doing the internal work. And I think that no matter how you find that work, you have to do the work to get the most benefit out of it because wherever you go, there you are. So if you leave and go to a beach in Thailand, you will have an amazing time, but you will wake up like exactly the same you and it will create a very easy access point to access better parts of yourself to work on things like you change your environment. But ultimately, you have to change the stuff inside give yourself that lasting change. And so, you know, to that point, I think that's why getting help is so important is because you can marry both, right? There's a massive, amazing change in environment mixed with this internal shift that makes it permanent and makes it last and like really maximizes the benefit. So if people are interested, you know, in getting support or even just learning more about breaks, um, I have a free training that I have done, which I'm really excited about called best break ever. But it's um, yeah, I know. I love it. And it's um, it shares three secrets that most people that take breaks don't know. And so it talks more about some of the things we talked about today around purpose, themes, entry period. But it's free and you can um, just find that, download it, you know, start watching and um, it gives so much information away. So for someone that wants to learn more about breaks or that wants to understand more about some of the concepts we talked about today, it's a great place to start. Um, you know, I'm also hanging out on Instagram. I show up there to share uh, inspirational stories about my life, my career, my travel, um, client wins and exciting things that my clients are doing on breaks. So you can find me there at KMG Coaching. Um, I really like to show up there and share lots of photos from my trip, too. Um, so, yeah, I just, you know, I'm here to help. and. I love finding ways to give value and I'm really on a mission to help people sort of like wake up to the idea that they deserve a break and that a break is actually okay. More than okay, it can actually be really fantastic and super beneficial. And I think sort of the capstone for me is um, I run a six month program called Take the Break, which actually is like where I show up to give one-on-one support and group support to people that want to make a break happen. So you can just reach out to me if you're interested in learning more about that. But um, yeah, I I feel like a great place to start is with that training best break ever. And just like buckle up and bring your notebook because you're going to learn a lot.
0: (laughs) I love it. And I'll make sure to put the links in the show notes as well. So it's easily accessible. And I'll just say one last thing before we close because you kind of got me thinking about that. But the concept that you said that If we don't do the inner work, right, we can switch from job to job or from the apartment to a beach in Thailand and nothing will feel different, right? And that is just so true. And even for like my working weight loss is because I work with food and hormones, but I say that 34% out of the other, you know, two thirds is mindset, right? And that's why we start before we even look at carbs and protein and things like that. And I feel that's very true for what you do as well, because it's more about, I I think I've seen people switch jobs and they attract the same set of circumstances, right? Because their inner world has not changed, just the title their business card has. So I just wanted to kind of reinforce that point that, that inner work is truly step one. And because you're able to apply it specifically For the career world. I think it's just so fast, so fantastic. Yeah. Thank
1: you so much, Juliana. This is like, yeah, I just I feel like you highlight things so well. So I could not say (laughs) (laughs) like
0: I said, I'm highly interested in the topic. (laughs) So that really helps. So thank you so much for your time. It was such a pleasure. And I'm just so excited, you know, for people to watch your free training and learn more about it if they feel inspired to even contemplate potentially taking a break for themselves
1: fantastic yes no i'm excited i'm excited thank you so much for listening to confidence
0: from within if you enjoyed this episode take a screenshot and tag me on instagram at naturally.joyous and i will be sure to tag you back i would also love for you to leave us a review on itunes so you can help us support our show stay healthy and
1: happy